Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. We're putting up new buildings, we're knocking down the old. We're working in the summer heat and in the winter cold. And the labour power we sell me boys for a hard and weekly pay Produces mighty profits for the greedy MBA And whether we were born here or born in Italy In Greece, in Spain or Ireland, in England or Fiji We all of us are workers, united we must stand until the wealthy bludgers have been driven from our land. We faced deregistration, it backfired in the face. We're not fooled by arbitration, we won't stay in our place. We hit the bosses hard and fast to win and keep our gains. And break a couple of concrete floors to back our lug of claims. So keep your powder dry and hold your head up high It's class to class and face to face, our limit is the sky We've got a fighting history and we never will be cowed Our builder's labour is a name to make a man feel proud And it's good morning from the Concrete Gang. Bright-eyed, bushy-tailed and answering phone calls 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Good morning, Gorilla. Good morning, Warren. Good morning, Annie. Good morning, uh, Buzzer. Buzzer. Good morning, everyone. What a time of the year, September, football finals, grass starts growing, spring carnival. It's just what a, what a great time to be around, eh? <laughs> Yeah, especially when you're buried for the cats. Oh, we're back in town. We're back in town. Can I read out the text you sent me? Can I read the text we're you sent me? We're gone. We're gone. Yeah. We, we can't beat them. We're gone. Yeah, I thought that. I did actually thought. I gave them up. Right? It's not much of a supporter, am I? Right? You are a bloody <laughs> shocker. Hey? God up us of Richmond we know. Can you imagine what this town's going to be like? People wearing scarves that you never even knew they bagged for them before <laughs> and all that sort of stuff, right? They're coming out of the woodwork, aren't they? They've got quite a few supporters. Yeah, then they'll uh, they lose. They'll rip up their tickets again. Anyway, uh, yes, it is football season, and of course, in a few weeks' time, or a couple of weeks' time, will be, of course, the grand final, and that means the grand final shutdown weekend. Indeed, we are going. Oh, I said it, didn't I? Sorry, Alan, I did say that word. Yes, we've got the grand final weekend coming up, so we're going to get Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday off. And everyone's going to enjoy a little bit of a break because despite the fact the grass is grown, there's been a bit of sunshine, a bit of rain. It hasn't been all that great. It's been very changeable and it's been bad hay fever, bad flu uh, epidemic. It's not exactly been great, but let's hope it's on the improve. And I got the gout. Well, I've always thought a gout was a, an affliction self-inflicted. Well, there you go, see? I hadn't had a drink for three weeks, so you're wrong again, see? You... Well, I didn't say about drinking. Well, that's what you were insinuating, <laughs> Tomatoes, mate. No, I didn't. Isn't it tomatoes? You don't like any no, drinking or betting. You don't, any no, no. Working class. Diet. 
Yeah, so I, I had it once. The doctor diagnosed stress fractures of the foot. I went down the footy club. A bloke gave me some tablets uh, for... Um, for horses. <laughs> no, tablets for... Uh, what do you call it again? Viagra. Viagra. Yeah, and I tell you what, isn't it painful? Oh, jeez. The tablets work wonders. Work wonders. <laughs> Right, right. So yeah, that's the one, medical. Then the bloke that gave the tablets for the for the uh, gout ended up dying of a heart attack. So I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right well, it didn't help him, did it? No, no, it did. Well, he had no gout when he had the heart attack. That's the main thing, you know. <laughs> right, that's now, the medical segment of the show. That's what's well, covered. That yes. Right, now the second thing to mention in terms of starting this show is we are having the shutdown weekend, and that is the weekend where the change of ticket must take place. So you need to get yourself financial over that period because on the second will be, of course, the first day of the new ticket and we expect uh, everyone to get themselves financial. We are getting on with work and uh, we are making a quid and that's all because of the EBAs and the wage rates and uh, benefits that have come out of those negotiations, and uh, therefore it's not unreasonable to expect everyone to be paying their money to keep the union going and keep doing the job for you. We need to make sure we are financial in the lead-up to the grand final. We'll take a team effort um, this time of the year, so it's a matter of going and doing audits on your site. Blokes that have got inducted at a certain time that might add the uh, old ticket, what are we calling the new colour of the new one? We're calling it maroon, I think it is. Yes. But I yes. put the sticker on yesterday on my hard hat, right? So make sure we're checking the maroon. hard hats. We're checking the... Uh, is that a maroon colour? Is that what we call it? Purple? Actually, uh, what do you oh, call it? Actually, you're not financial. Hang on. I'd call that... Um... So what let's, would you call that? I'm not, not so sure what colour that is. Let's all plum? Pl- I tell you what plum colour? Yeah, plum. Let's all play no, a role no, in no, that. No. I'd call that dog dick pink. <laughs> <laughs> I would call that... Anyway, never mind. Get yourselves financial. We've all got our tickets at this end, so you get yours at your end. Didn't see buzzers. Uh, here, it's here. It's oh, in the... it's, watch out, it's here, he says. It's, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. No, all right, come on. Right let's on. move on. We're gonna we'll move on. Now, yeah. just... Need to alert people to a few things that have been reported over a period of time, which follow up from the Royal Commission. So, Nigel might be gone, but that doesn't mean that things are going to improve. In the last couple of weeks, the federal government have announced further legislation attacking trade unions and the members, because now they're going to be getting stuck into industry super and they're going to be getting stuck into even more dramatically the redundancy funds at the moment the redundancy fund works a treat it gives people not only a redundancy benefit but insurances and also as a industry participant makes sure that training health and safety is supported and those uh, funds that go into that have been crucial in improving this state, in terms of its observation of occupational health and safety, compared to a lot of other states, because you can't rely on work cover and work safe. Oh, please. Right? And therefore, the training that goes on, the industry training that goes on right across the employer bodies and the unions is absolutely crucial. And that's all going to come under attack. And unfortunately, 
We can expect that a government that's getting increasingly desperate is going to do increasingly desperate things. A government that attacks AGL. Now, you're attacking your own kind, you're in a bit of difficulty. But that doesn't mean they're not going to continue to attack the CFMEU and other unions in the construction industry and... We will keep you updated and uh, obviously a campaign is going to have to be mounted with the Senate, crossbenchers and so on to try and protect Incalink, to try and protect CBUS, co-invest, all the other funds which give something back to not only the members but also to the industry for the benefit of all members. Anyway, we will keep you informed. Now, precast. There's a bit going on there too with the ferals in there in the precast. The ferals, the ferals, <laughs> yeah, the ferals like us. Well, like well, yes, you, indeed. There's a problem being identified in relation to the installation of precast. It's been an issue for many years, precast, and it's not getting any better because a few people have decided that instead of using the recommended 4.6 bolt for the ferrule, the bolts to go into the ferrules and hold the push-pulls. They have been using eight, eight sixes, are they, I think? And rattle guns. Eight eights. Eight eights, and they've been using rattle guns on them and stripping the thread. And that puts everything to do with the erection of precast at risk. And therefore, despite the fact that it might seem a bit uh, weak, in fact, the 4.6 is fine. It needs to go into the ferrule, hold the push-pull, and everything will be sweet in the world. But a lot of people are taking shortcuts. Just stick the old rattle gun on it. Who gives the stuff? Well, you are creating a problem. There has been a meeting during the week to talk to the people involved in the erection of precast, the people who manufacture precast, and health and safety reps and hopefully people might become aware of what needs to be done to avoid putting workers and the public at risk. It has been a long-term story, the issue of precast. Sorry, I wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, all right. We're not with it today. Uh, no, no, no. Precast. Yeah, yeah. You talk about the ferals. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah, well, we've come a long way. I remember years ago they had the, um, we had the push-pulls on the... On the um, Precast, but no locks, and people just just pull the push pulls off them, and and uh, to get their form work in, and we'd find that this when the form it was around the panels later on, we'd find there's actually no push pulls holding them up, so we got the locks put on them to stop that happening. But now with the ferrules, mate, that's pretty dangerous stuff. If the rattle guns, trouble is they just they strip the threads, and then you've got actually nothing holding the panels up again. So it's not only that. I mean, you think about a, a, a large panel edge of a, a multi-storey building in the city could be horrific. So it's a very serious, very serious issue. Yeah, and uh, the Occupational Health and Safety Unit and uh, Stevie Roach in particular have done a top job and you need to be making sure on your job that things are getting done properly. Did a uh, checklist get made in that one? <laughs> no checklist, <Listen>. James. <laughs> Don't criticise no, someone no, who's actually making an no, effort. No, 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 I'm just having We're a making little... a little joke at his expense that uh, paperwork is probably overstated. <laughs> well, there's an industry, everyone's working together to try and fix that problem, aren't yeah, they? Anyway, that's right. Now, we have got uh, 
a few cheerios to do. I want to send a cheerio to Mick Buchan, the Secretary of the West Australian Branch. Mick has had a serious operation and uh, recovery has been slow so far. So cheerio to Mick. Hope he's uh, bouncing back. It's been a big op and uh, I hope everything turns out well at the end. Yeah, good on you, Mick. Yeah, Mick. Great fella from the old Ballarat Balan area. Um, Yep. Been a long time store, done a fantastic job in West Australia. We all wish you the best, mate. And a cheerio to Ronnie, his wife, as well. We'll catch up in a couple of weeks. Indeed. Now, we're going to cut to a track. Well, are we? Are we going to do that now? Are we going gone a bit early? Or did you want me to yeah. give a quick spill on that? Uh, no, you can't do quick spills. Well, so I can't. Don't about, no, you can't. Well, can. So was... we've got a track here. We've got one of our uh, staunch uh, listeners, and we don't want to encourage you, Robbie, because you did torture me all week about this bloody thing. So. <laughs> Uh, Robbie V's come up with this song, and it's a special cheerio to our, our mate Hatchkiss. It's called Going Away Party by Bob Willis and the Texas Playboys. Going away party by Bob Willis of the Texas Playboys to uh, our mate Hedge Kiss, gone down the Swanee, and Robbie V. Now, stop breaking me balls, but listen, uh, uh, Warren, you've got no worries about your job as musical director. Um, Robbie, that's your song for the next five years, mate. <laughs> yeah, that nearly put me to sleep, really. Oh, Jesus. Cool. That, 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 hey. Something good's hey. come out of it. Hey, hey. hey oh. listen, hey, listen. If it's calmed you down, well, it's I a great to, innovation. Got, like, listen, I'll tell you what, two quick things I've got to mention. One is, we forgot, I was going to mention at the start, we had the passing of a... Uh, tr- not he wasn't one of our members, but he was a truck driver uh, driving for MCG Cranes down at the Albert Park Australian Uni Wapak job. Sammy Carella and all the boys down there last Saturday. Steve brought the uh, installation of the crane towers in. Was leaning up against a truck, and um, I think he's had a massive heart attack and uh, fell down. The boys did a fantastic job reviving him on the site and getting him going. An ambulance was called. Was there with very quickly got him in there, but unfortunately. He's passed away two days later, and um, 
I think it's important to make sure that we um, pursue these health checks and everything. Make sure everyone's right out there because it's tragic circumstances when someone passes away like that. Um, his nickname was Snapper. He was well known around the industry. So condolences to Snapper and his family. And the MCG boys. And all the MCG boys who yeah. would be feeling the pinch a bit at the moment. And apparently yeah. the boys down at Wapak did a very good job oh, trying, a to, job. trying to... Did a top job. Yeah, yeah. And listen, this proves again... Incalink is a valuable addition to our industry with the funds that they provide for training for the first aiders who are on that job who kept him alive till the AMBOs arrived. And exactly. two, Snapper wasn't a member of the CFMEU, he is a member of the TWU. And the situation, as I understand it, is he wasn't included, unlike CFMEU members, uh, on site health checks because a lot of sites. Everyone on the site gets an opportunity to participate in a health check so that people actually can be aware of the dangers that they are facing with their personal health. Again, an Incalink program which is financed by the Redundancy Fund to the benefit of all people. And our friend Michaela Cash wants to destroy Incalink and destroy some of these great innovations which have been of absolute importance to members on the job. Yep. Now, um, now the other thing I was going to quickly touch on too was a bit of the controversial subject, and it's, but but just to touch on a little bit is marriage equality. Now we've seen the last couple of weeks some stuff being passed through the union branch meeting and and divisional management and all that sort of stuff. But look, this um, I had a mass meeting last week, and we know we everyone knows this should have been handled a bit better through the parliament. Politicians should have been allowed across the floor, and we wouldn't be getting this divisive. Um, public in the community out there at the moment with what, what's happening, what's going on with all sorts of things. People getting sacked because they make views on Facebook and all the rest of it, and it's become a very divisive issue. But saying that, saying that um, we did pass a motion in support of it, and, and, and the way it's got to be done is in a professional way, and don't go out there ranting and raving and trying to tell people exactly what to do. Just try and put the message across that we as a society generally support the idea of a fairer and equal society where people are treated the same, and that's why we're supporting marriage equality. Now, um, if you go in there ranting and raving, like I said, and, and trying to reinvent the wheel with all this, you're going to come up... You've got to respect other people's opinions. There are going to be other people's views that are, you know, and you're not going to be able to change. So I think it's very important that it's managed a certain way because I did had, were party to a meeting where it wasn't done exactly right. But the good thing that came out of that was we got a letter from a um, gay bloke on the site, and um, it was very interesting because it was very sad, and it touched home about the, the bullying aspect of it, the suicide rates in young gay people and all the rest of it. So we support people, we support this, but it's not, it doesn't mean that we're out there saying you have to vote a certain way. And that's what the, the AFL's coming under fire. They're, not, they're doing the same thing. They are supporting the issue. But they're not telling people that you should go out and do this and do that. It's just as an organisation, they are supporting it. So um, be progressive about it, but be smart and think about how you put the point of view across. Well, I think the point is that this is a survey. People should participate in the survey. It's an individual vote in this survey. But the point of the survey... Shouldn't have happened, but the point of the survey is that if the majority of people say they want marriage equality debated in Parliament, then finally the politicians might do what they bloody well want uh, and have the discussion that they've been avoiding for some time. Particularly in relation to the government, they have done everything they can to 
destroy any discussion, even with their own members. So what we're saying is everyone's got a chance to have a vote and hopefully the parliament can finally deal with the issue because we're not having a referendum, we're having a, an opinion poll. And if the opinion poll is positive, then we'll finally get on to dealing with the issues of inequality and discrimination in our society. And that would be a good thing. But in the end, people will vote the way they want to vote and the union is not going to be telling anyone what to do. But keep your minds open, as Buzz has said, and think about what should be happening in the parliamentary process. And Tony Abbott got a allegedly got a headbutt down in Tasmania over this issue, this issue. So he says, and now he's using that as a method to promote the uh, the other side of the vote. I don't know how he correlates that, but anyway, well, um, he was going to sh- shirt front uh, Putin, wasn't he? Yeah, oh, that, yeah. He talks, <laughs> he talks, he talks the talk, but some bloke uh, with a yes sticker on his chest, uh, head-butted him, and he said, oh, I was a weak effort, only bit me, uh, only broke me lip or some bloody thing. Oh, come on. <coughs> he was right. a champion boxer. Oh, he? champion. <laughs> I used to call him canvas back. Advertise on his boots and the soles of his boots. Right-o. And, of course, we should, before we go to Scallywags, just mention that uh, Element 5 have been, uh, as usual... Uh, doing yeah. a shit job on their sites around Melbourne. Yeah, the job down in Caulfield, Danny Long Road, Caulfield, another crane accident, you know, slewed into the wall. But, you know, fair, you know, just typical element five. And, of course, um, the boys did the right thing, you know, took took some um, action, went left the site for a day and a half, and so they should, you know, weren't safe working on the crane. So good on your boys down there, element five in uh, Caulfield on Danny Long Road. So, fantastic. Righto. Now, uh, Scallywags. Cast a thousand. Cast a oh, thousand. hang on. Before we get on to that, you, geez, you've chopped me out a bit there, mate. I was all waiting the, for you to do your Oh, you were waiting for me, were you? At, after we uh, finished. No, 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 you weren't. Well, first of all, I'd like to spe- send a special cheer out because today the mighty borough, Port Melbourne, is uh, going the bat uh, against Richmond. Um uh, at uh, Eddie Ad today, so if you can get a chance to get down three o'clock at Eddie Ad today, the, the borough, uh, Port Melbourne, will love your support. But if you remember back the start of the season, they were three hundred and fifty thousand in the red, and the, the community rallied and helped Port out a bit. And now here they are playing against all these multinational AFL sides, standalone club playing Richmond. So hopefully they can get the boys and get the bacon. But anyway, if they don't, they've had a great year and it's been a great effort. So hopefully get down there today to Eddie Ad Stadium and give the old borough a cheer on. Righto. Now, we should just mention that uh, Lend-Lease have varied their agreement and Michaela Cash has said absolutely nothing. Didn't mind attacking Pro-Bill but, and a few others, but comes to Lend-Lease, she's just shut her gob. Oh dear! And the, the lead story in the Australian is huge increases in penalty rates. Well, let's be let's be uh, honest about the whole thing. They won't trigger unless people are going to be um, put in a position to work on uh, Christmas shutdown weekends and lockdown weekends. Right. So it's not really no. going to be a, any sort of huge increase because we we know the industry, especially in Victoria, don't like working on those sort of weekends anyway and shutdowns. That's right. Now scallywags. Uh, Fergal Doyle is a nominated Ireland Brown. Yeah, I'm going to nominate them too. Yeah, and he's going to go a step further. Entering a job with an REO is, in fact, all legal. Right well, of entry, REO, the bloody lot, and so what, what's the they task? call the cops. And what's the task force going to do about that? 
absolutely nothing. And by the way, the one of those blokes, he should have a good look at himself, Damien Williams, you know, worked with Wentworth, calling oh. coppers and all that. He was at Wentworth, sent them break, now he's at Island Brown. Hopefully he does the same there. Yes, and uh, Brett uh, Meleza, who's the uh, site foreman, got a bit carried away calling the cops. The cops weren't interested. And Brett, because remember it was this. All legal. And when you go down the pub that night, mate, and they all have a couple of beers, the boys said, How was your day at work? Oh, good. Uh, you know, got, what, what'd you get up to, mate? Oh, I called the coppers on a union official, you know, coming on the site just uh, trying to make sure the job was safe and the boys would get in the right conditions. Low act. Absolute low act. But, of course, we should also mention John Moran, the boss, because he's telling them to do it. Yeah, well. Righto. Now, we've also you got... You get tired to do a lot of things, but sometimes yeah. you've got to have a few morals yourself, Warren. That's right. Now, Keynes have got a job uh, in Collins Street. Absolute disgrace. They're using one of their uh, sort of non-EBA... Uh, Second tier type operations. I think it's called oh. at, at, Atium or something like that. Atum. Uh, they have been absolutely exposed on this renovation job that they're doing in Collins Street, just near Exhibition Street. Absolute disgrace. And we'll have some uh, more details on that next week. CCL, c- complete traffic. Well, the management have been exposed. Uh, as not having paid correctly, and uh, when they're asked to back pay, and I think the amount of money is not exactly extreme, but uh, they have now decided to try and stand over the organiser by threatening to close the company and sack all the people before the weekend. So, <laughs> well, we've never heard that before, have we? Oh, yeah, you know. The old one, are and, and why is this? And I'll tell you why this is because. The organiser is a woman, ah. new to the job, and they think that they can go round and parade themselves and, and shout and carry on, make threats, because a person who is new organiser doing the job exposes a underpayment and they want to make uh, Custer's last stand out of it. Well, for the management of CCL and Complete... You don't work for arseholes, you don't work, but the other part of that is there's plenty of arseholes to replace you. Righto, moving on, Instascaf down in Geelong have tried to register a non-union agreement, and uh, Buzzer, you want to mention Platinum. Yeah, Platinum... um Platinum gone about things a funny way down there in St Kilda. You know, we made some agreements at the start of the job that weren't honoured. Uh, that's all I'll say for now. All right, right who right is out. it? Who have we got? An element five two. Right out. Well, I like to uh, oh, have a go at complete. Nah, Island Brand stand out. Absolute dogs. Calling coppers on union officials when it, when especially when they serve an R and do whatever they're supposed to do. Bullshit. Right out. Suki Lala. Joe from Platinum. Joe from Platinum, Sulky Lala. And the boss from Grocon, he was sucking up too. But we'll that's give it, in Queensland. We'll yeah, give, that's it, right. we'll give it to Joe. Right, we're going to give it to Joe. We're going to go out in the same old way. Dare, dare to struggle, struggle. Dare, dare to win. win. If you don't fight, you lose. And we're going to go out with Jefferson John and the Ed, Midnight Hour.
You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.